Ladies and gentlemen, dude, welcome to the back to the Chibian show. Um, been a little bit, been a little bit since we fucking came together and spoke together and had a little good time together. Um, and we're gonna talk about that. I got married, dude. Um, so required a little planning, a little time, and it, that's great. And it was great. And I'm gonna tell you about it. But first, um, can we just pay a little? I haven't done that theme song in a bit, dude. Let's just go right back into that theme song quick. Well, hold on, I gotta turn the bass part down because the bass gets too crazy. <laughs> so I just had to, I just had, I just messed it, dude. Just bend a bit, guys. Um, so yeah, so welcome to episode five, guys. We're gonna be freaking talking about getting married, which I kindly referred to as I got married, dude. And it was glorious, and we're gonna get into that. Um, but be first, just to get you guys freaking um just really into just listen, just your attention is intrigued, like you're feeling like I just gotta keep listening to this. Um, we're gonna launch into a new segment. This is a new segment that I got going on, um, and it's called Devil Karaoke, which is where we just kind of personify the devil a little bit, even though he's a freaking idiot. <laughs> that was a freaking idiot, dude. Stupid, terrible all around. But um, just you know, he just he sings, he does tasks. Um, so we're just gonna launch into it um, about the devs, the old devs, and so we're just gonna set the scene. We're gonna set the scene really quick. He's we'll just say he's doing his dishes, right? Devil's got some nice plates, cups. He has he's had better cups. He doesn't have, he needs better cups. Um, but the guy he doesn't know fashion. He wouldn't know fashion if it came and sucked his dick right out of his body, dude. Um, if the devil has a dick could who knows um so anyways so he's he's doing the dishes and first song that he's gonna sing dude um he likes celine dion dude and one of his favorite songs of all time in fact is my heart will go on the titanic song um so devil is just doing doing the dishes and he just is gonna launch into it so, so set the scene i'm going into devil character right the fuck now dude <sighs> Fucking, I hate dishes. I wish fucking, I wish I had a maid. Whatever. That's the sound of the dishes, like getting done, right? So, what a long day. Got my girl Celine stuck in my head. Pass the time. Every night in my dream, I fucking see you. 
feel, I fucking feel, yeah, that is how I know you go on, <laughs> yeah, fall across the fucking distance, uh, the space uh, between uh, you have come to fucking show me the way, or I mean, you go on, Fucking awe, I that the heart does One more, you fucking open the damn door, and you're here in my heart, in my heart. We hear and fuck these plates. Love can touch us on time and last for a fucking lifetime. We never let it go to hell. We're gone. Swing in my girl. Love was when I fucking loved you. One true time I'd hold you. In my life, we'll always stupid but here's the thing dude you gotta have little segments i feel like when you're doing a little podcast a little podkey um so 
we're gonna try we'll try that one out a little bit we'll sing just various just various songs over time are you guys cool with that like various songs of just things that you wouldn't think the devil would say anyways let's fucking move on guys um so let's um let's just get let's just hop right into it no we don't need to waste any time um so yeah may 6th 2022 i straight up got married dude. um and i need to tell you the story because um it was fucking i mean this shit the stuff that happens in the world that you can that you just happens perfectly um i love talking about that shit dude i need a drink because those when i was piping that stuff out as the devil dude i straight up i i'm dry dude so here's the story of the wedding right so me and my now wife um we grew up in the same street blue well you guys know blue well if you listen so we grew up in the same street known each other for fucking just most of our lives blah 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 <laughs> it's a beautiful story but i just don't got time it's not, we'll get into it as time goes on if you just tune back in if you're curious on the story dude um so anyways wanted to get married but here's the thing guys we didn't want to do that bs where um you know we're like you get married and you invite like um like 250 people and you don't even know these fuckers dude and you have to walk around for like several hours in the reception and you have to be like oh hey like you know thank you for coming i don't know who the fuck you are you know like stuff like that we said no dude we didn't want to fuck it. we didn't want to do it dude didn't make sense to us to want to do that right so here's what we did dude and this might be the new stuff look check out the ring look at that thing guys it's got some rose gold and black it's fucking stylish dude um so here's what we did we rented an airbnb and i don't mean like just a house i don't mean that we rented this sweet ass airbnb in the mountains of tennessee a little place we like to call severeville well, they like to call it that. We were calling it Severville for a long time, um, but <laughs> you're not supposed to do that, allege. Um, so here's the thing, right? So we rented this thing. We invited, started out smaller, and then you know how it fucking goes, dude. People could like, you got to invite this person. You know, if you don't invite this person, they'll be mad. And like, so you, then you have to act like a human being, and you got to be like, okay, yeah, I understand. But like, it really in your head, you're like, I don't fucking care, dude. Um, but anyways, so that's what we did, right? So rented, and I should explain the Airbnb, right? So the Airbnb was a fucking huge cabin, dude. So there was, let's see here, two rooms in the main floor with a big-ass um, fucking living room and kitchen. It was glorious. Um, upstairs was the master bedroom, which is where we were staying. Although we didn't fucking know there was a loft attached to it because they didn't quite tell us that. So anyways, there was like another room attached to our room, which is not so great for a wedding night, dude, because people were sleeping up there. Um, anyways, and then downstairs there were more rooms. Anyway, so we packed in our friends and family into into this cabin, right? It was like 16 people or 17 or something. I don't know. Um, but then you go outside, right? Beautiful deck. I mean, you got a grill, you got a hot tub out there. They built like a secondary deck up top, like a little viewing deck up top too. Um, as so you could, and so that was cool. But here's the reason we got the place, right? Is it had an arbor, like you walk like down in the other, this beautiful walkway down to the yard. And there's like a place where you get married dude, and it's overlooking the fucking mountains. And I mean, the view is glore dude 
the view is glow. It's bre- it's breathtaking. You know what I mean? If you have asthma up there, dude, you're in chobs, dude. Um, so um, friends and family got him in there. Other people came down, stayed in other places. We had like forty six people invited or ever right um and a lot of them were in the fam but friends and shit too so um had everything set reception is going to be nice got the food catered and everything was gonna be cool but you know everything was set up right anyway so we started getting closer to the wedding dude and then the weather's like um and i'm paraphrasing because the weather doesn't doesn't speak to you or nothing um but it, they, it goes um you're fucked dude it's gonna be raining it's gonna be storming and so, um, you know, we're like, fuck, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you just like, like your bare human emotions just come out, dude. And we were like, fuck, dude. So, you know, we're getting, we're like hoping. We're like, dude, hopefully it'll be cool. Hopefully everything will be fine. Um, but as we got closer, the weather like doubled down. And it was like, no, dude, you're fucked like harder than before you know what i mean like the percentage just kept going up and up and like the time that it was going to be raining kept expanding and so we're like fuck dude we waited it out and we're like all right we gotta secure plan b so we paid for this fucking chapel down the road a little bit because it's like it's gonna be raining dude and so we had to set that up even though i was like no dude we gotta get married in this fucking we gotta get married on this this beautiful effervescent view from which created by God himself to go, you need to get married here. So anyway, so we're like, um, we're fucked and that sucks. But anyway, so then the night before I'm going to bed skis, hitting the old sheets, um, getting the old shut eye and you know, you just got to pray a little bit. So, you know, nice little four minute or nice little five minute or I wasn't timing it. I'm just guessing. But, um, so I'm like, just having an honest conversation. I'm like, I know it's going to fucking rain, dude. But we need, like, give us some, just give us, like, a little window. You know what I mean? And, you know, said my thing, went to sleep, whatever. Next day comes out, it's raining, dude. It's it's not looking good, right? And so we're going, well, I mean, I guess good thing we got the plan B set up, right? But then we're, like, checking the radar, like, constantly, right? And um, the radar is like changing very quickly all of a sudden. You know what I mean? It's like moving all around. It's like, it's like, is there hope, dude? Is there some fucking, is there some hope skis? Um, is a little Hoposaurus Rex coming on, dude? And so um, we're like check, checking it. And then it was like, then it looked like, no, it's not going to be right. So anyways, um, and I had to like keep updating everybody, right? Because everybody like traveled down to Tennessee to come to this fucking wedding, right? And so I, we had like a Facebook group up and everything. So like I'm trying to tell them like either come to the house or go to the fucking chappy, dude. Um, and so I'm just like sending out these messages. And then it got like frustrating because like we didn't really know what was going to happen. So I was like just telling everyone just come to the house, dude. And I had to like start getting dressed and stuff. And then we had the fucking bow tie debacle of 2022, dude. Because here's the thing, guys. I don't know how to tie a fucking bow tie, dude. And um, we knew that going in, but we got a bow tie anyways and man i was watching these youtube videos and if you if you're a guy that makes youtube videos on bow ties fuck off dude because those videos you guys are playing tricks on regular people like me dude um so anyways whatever got the bow tie figured out and get this guys wedding was set for fucking 2 p.m right and i got like I don't know, because I was downstairs getting ready, like 140 maybe or something. Dude, 
I mean, it was fucking raining. It was like all mist coming through the mountains or whatever. Dude, just cleared right up, dude. Just like the winds of the Lord came through and just fucking blew those fucking clouds away, dude. Sun came out, dude. It was like perfect weather, maybe even like a little hot, depending on how your body is in the weather, dude. But, um, dude, it just fucking cleared up, dude. Sun just luminescent, just cascading down the side of the mountains, dude. And um, it was cool, dude. And so anyways, got everything set up. Just we had the chairs kind of all set up inside for afterwards. If it was going to be raining, we fucking got all the chairs down there, dude. Had a nice little ceremony, dude. And it was perfect, dude. And um, yeah, so Blue's dad is a minute ordained ordained minister ordained he's ordained i don't know what the second word is so he's the one that married us right so got it all set um everything was cool and um oh shit my phone's going off i see i have two viewers dude so that's pretty freaking awesome i guess i should probably look and see because i don't know if people are commenting so i guess let me just let me just pop on the old facebook here and see if oh no it's it's my sister commenting on my status I'll check that out. I'll check that out, Laidskis. Um, but anyways, so um, let me get back into my list here. Um, so her dad, Blue's dad, was marrying us, which was freaking cool, skis. Um, and then we were going to do vows, right? And Blue, um, who is not a public speaker, doesn't want to be at all. She doesn't want to be a public speaker. Doesn't like talking in front of people. Um, I was like, let's do Vowskis. And she was like, no, dude, I'm not comfortable with that, dude. And so we made a little compromise. She was like, all right, we'll do Vows, but two paragraphs. You get two paragraphs. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. So she did hers. And then, like, secretly, like, be up to the wedding, I was like, you know what? Fuck the two paragraphs, dude. I'm going to express my love. I'm just going to go to town, dude, right? But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm getting married. Part of getting married is like you just do things for your wife, dude. So I just kept it in two paragraphs, kept a knife and knife and I kept a knife and sample, dude. Wah, wah, wah. Um, anyways, no, so I get put my vows or we got married, dude. It was perfect, dude. Everybody went back up to the house. Then our hotel, we went to take some pictures, dude. I mean, these landscapes were, I mean. I guess it was probably technically the same mountain range, but you couldn't see it from where the cabin was. But we were down a little bit, taking these fucking pictures that I mean, throw them in a magazine, dude. Actually, we should probably, no, we're not going to be selling our wedding pictures, but we could probably make some, because these things were fucking sick, dude. Um, I mean, we don't have them yet. We saw a preview, but um, these pictures are going to be sweet, dude. Anyways, point being, right? So the wedding, the weather went from raining and then it cleared from the time we had the ceremony. And then we got the pictures taken. And then storm blew right back in, dude. Like the perfect fucking time. And what I mean, when I say the storm blew back in, guys, I fucking mean it, dude. I mean, like legitimately some people are like on the deck, dude. And the storm blew the door open, dude. And trust me, dude, that door was locked. It wasn't locked. It was closed. It was latch skis, dude. It was nice and latched and ready to go. And um, it blew open. I mean, this we're talking like gale force winds, dude. Like gale was in the mountains, dude. And she was a blowing, dude. Um, so everyone came inside, you know, and we, anyways, then it got real crazy because we were all just standing in, like, in the house or whatever. We're, like, we're doing the dances, we're doing the speeches. Shit, you do that at a normal wedding, but it was kind of, it was kind of like intimate not weird i mean yeah it was kind of weird i guess you'd say um 
but um it was cool got to dance with my mom um got some speeches given and thanks to everyone who gave speeches it's fucking cool i need a little drink skis um so anyways um it was perfect guys um and we went to get the pictures me and blue were laughing our asses off having a good time being awkward as fuck but anyways she was like this is perfect she was like, this was exactly what i wanted and it was beautiful and i wasn't stressed out and it wasn't a piece of junk wedding and i'm like oh, yeah, because that was my goal you know what i mean to make that happen um which brings me into my next topic guys which by the way blue when you listen to this i love you you're the best and that was a great wedding and i'm happy to, i'm happy to be married to you dude um so okay so Here's the next thing we got to talk about. So Sevierville, right, is like Tri-Cities of Tennessee. I, I don't know how you would say that. But it's like right by Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, right? Um, and so here's a little thing about that, right? Pigeon Forge, I used to go to all the time when I was a kid. Not all the time, but when we were going, you know, we'd go on vacation and stuff, like maybe down to Florida. Maybe down the old Florida. And then uh, my grandparents lived in Tennessee, so we'd fucking um stop over in that general rage right and so i knew about pigeon forge i knew about gatlin you know what i mean gatlinburg had a, had memories and stuff from there right but so now i'm going back for the first time as an adult ski right and pigeon forge grew quite a bit i'd say um in size and um became like way more crazy um gatlinburg was still I mean, it was more crazy too but um Anyways, let's talk about some. I don't want to like get into like the whole trip or whatever, but like let's talk about some weird ass things going on at Pigeon Forge, dude. So first thing you notice is um, it's like the culmination of America and capitalism all in one place, right? So they got this one. You're on the strip, right? So if you've never been to Pigeon Forge, it's like Vegas, but no, it's not. But there's like it's like the basically like this big strip right with like shit on the right side of the road shit on the left side of the road um and so um you you pull in or you're driving on the road and you see the 9.99 store right and you're like okay like everything's 9.99 or less cool dude like no big deal skis right um but then this is where the true american bullshit starts right you're fucking driving down the road and what do you see like a little bit down the road the fucking 998 store dude i'm like are you fucking serious dude so then you gotta start thinking about theories right you're like do different people own those stores or did the guy who started the 999 store did he fucking start the 998 store and he doesn't give a fuck because he's making the money regardless by the way i brought snacks down here about some frosted flakes and i feel like snacking on, on this a little bit yeah i'm crunching right in here dude. um so then you go a little bit further down. I think there was a fucking 997 store. There was definitely a 995 store. But guys, just fucking several stores that were one penny cheaper than the other fucking stores, dude. And it's infuriating. It's John Maddening, dude. It drives me fucking nuts, dude. And so that's already a weird thing, right? So you like already automatically, if you're just cruising around the old city or the old Pidgey, you're like, that's weird it gives you like a weird feeling right about the whole fucking thing right like i felt weird about it um but then we started getting into like some weird shit by the way dollywood is in fucking pidgey 
um, you know, Dolly Parton, like her little amusement park or whatever. Um, so whatever. Pigeon four. You start to get like that weird ass feeling, right? But then let me tell you about this other weird shit that happened, right? Um, so you see like all these places, like it's like IHOP, but I don't think there was, was there an IHOP there? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't remember. But there's like pancake places, right? Like you can get breakfast food and shit, right? So we're like, me and Blue, like we had breakfast food at the wedding. Like we had like this huge assorted display of effervescent foods of breakfast, of the breakfast variety, right? And so we're like, do we got to hit that fucking place, right? So Monday, uh, it was on a Monday after like after the wedding we went out we're like all right we're gonna go to this fucking pancake place dude pull up to the first pancake place there's nobody in the parking lot right and we're like what the fuck dude and look it up and it's like closed we're like okay whatever no big no big deal skis cruise down the road another pancake place closed dude we're like what the fuck dude and we know one other one so we went down there closed dude so all the pancake places were closed on Monday, right? So then Blue, she's being like very like realistic and pragmatic, right? And she's like, it's labor shortages probably. Like maybe they just don't have any workers for this, right? And I'm like, I don't know, dude, because every other fucking place on this whole fucking strip, wide open on Mondays, right, dude? Just wide open, no problem. Like no big deal, Every everybody's chill. Everything's open, but the pancake places. And so I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on with the pancake places, dude? You know what I mean? Like, is there is there some sort of conspiracy? In fact, you know what? Um, this is not going to yield any results, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to do it anyways. I'll go on to go Google. Um, I'm just going to Google what's up with the pancake places <laughs> um, in Pigeon Forge. Um, and and this is not gonna actually. I maybe I should have typed in something better. Let's see here. Um, so people also ask, why are there so many pancake restaurants in Pigeon Forge? Um, okay, so see, nobody even says anything. Um, wait, someone on TripAdvisor says pancake what's up with the pancakes all right guys i'm gonna we're we're gonna get into this mystery together um this is on TripAdvisor. it's a post and it says what's up with the pancakes um if anyone knows if someone's asking a question if anyone knows please enlighten me on what is up with all the pancake joints in pigeon forge last time we were there um wait oh never mind they're just saying there's too many fucking pancake places damn it um, hold on. Let's see here. Um, pan. I'm going to go pancake places, pancake places, pigeon forge closed on Mondays. Dude, there's gotta, there's gotta be some kind of conspiracy here. I feel it in my loins, dude. My little balls, my little balls. They're fucking good ass. They're tingling right now, dude. Dude, doesn't say nothing, guys. So here's the thing. It's unrequited. Nobody's talking about it. But there's a fucking conspiracy going on um, in Pigeon Forge. And let me tell you why I think so. Because guess what? On Tuesday, we fucking went back um, because we wanted some ice cream. Fucking ice cream places were closed on Tuesday, dude. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, see what I'm saying, guys? Monday, pancake places, closed skis, dude. Tuesday, we're shutting down the fucking ice cream places, dude. What's going on in Pigeon, dude? Pigeon Forge, dude. 
maybe it's like the Freemasons. No, dude, I don't want to make fun of the Freemasons. Why? Because I like the Freemasons, and we'll get into that probably in a different episode, dude. Um, really gets into how America is a corporation, um, and we are slaves and trapped forever. But we'll get into the Freemasons later, dude. Um, but yeah, dude. So something's going on in Pidgey. Um, oh shit, I was supposed to look at. Okay, here we go. Gotta put up my captions. Pigeon Forge, wild, dude. Pancake places, what's going on? <laughs> I'm serious. It was just weird. I mean, it's like, what's anyway? So then on Wednesday, um, before we left, we did go back um to this ice cream place. Sorry, I have my frosted flakes. Um, well, advert- frosted flakes hit me up if you guys want to advertise on the show to my fucking. Several million viewers of people who are just idolize the show. Um, but so we went to this. I finally got to an ice cream place. Want to try this place out, um, which actually I'll get is part of this other story. But I would tell since we're talking about ice cream, I'll get into it anyways. Um, go in there. It's just us and this older dude. Um, I don't know. 50s, maybe. Um, he owns the shop. I'm guessing just based off of how invested he was in our experience. <laughs> but so this fucking guy, right? Like he comes in, he's like, well, you know, what can I do for you and stuff? And, um, we're like, Oh, just looking at all the flavors. Dude, we want some cream, dude. And, um, so anyways, the dude's got, um, vinegars, right. Or, uh, olive oils and sh- vinegars and shit on top of the, like his display or whatever. And you know, I wasn't. You don't even see them. Like when I think, I'm looking at the flavors. I'm looking at the options up on the board. And um, so this guy like is starts getting into. It. He's like, "Hey, you guys like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches?" And like we're like, "What the fuck?" But we're like, "Yeah, dude." He's like, "Hold on." Gets out his little like taster test, like test taster spoons. Dips it in this one ice cream. Whips out his fucking olive oils. They're like, I guess they're flavored olive oils. Pours them on the old the old cream skis, dude. And this fucking guy's like, he's like, try this. And like, he goes, take it all in one bite. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? So anyways, we take it. I, I, was, I shit you not, dude, that fucking thing tastes like PB&J. And we're like, oh, wow. And then this dude, you can tell, like, I mean, he's behind like his little counter or whatever. You can tell, dude, he just got fucking rock hard, dude. Just fucking nine inches of pure fucking rock hard cock when we said that, dude. And um, we're like, that's good. And he was like, you guys like and anyways i shoot you guys out like 10 different times he's like you guys oh one of the things he's like you guys ever have an ice cream truck roll through your neighborhood when you were kids and we're like yeah and like and then like secretly in the back of my head like in a split second i created a whole side story where he used to be one of those fucking dudes and probably killed a couple kids or whatever but anyways that's not part of the story um so yeah he just kept like giving us all these flavors and then at the end of it um, it, it, I think what happened is he was trying to sell us the olive oils because he was telling us that he sold them or whatever. And then we're like, all right, yeah, we'll just take our ice cream flavors. And he just, and we got the fuck out of there, dude. But this dude, you, oh, dude, this guy, we made his fucking day, dude. He was down there just after we left. I know he just went in the back and just beat it, dude. Just beat the meat, blew his load. Hopefully there's an employee bathroom back there, it's sanitary. Um, but oh he was beating it dude he was fucking fired up dude when we were eating those sampies um but anyways i i tell you that story because we went to um that was next door to this other place called like fucking i think it's called like mama bear's gift shop or whatever so blue right so like we were cruising around pidgey 
um and she she kept saying she was like listen i want to go get some fucking souvenirs and shit right and um this lady that runs mama bears kind of has like a fucking sick ass business idea plan right so here's what she does right um she has her hours on uh google and like all that shit right but then you go there and she's fucking not open <laughs> in the times that she says she's gonna be there right and so like we like went there one night when she's supposed to be open not open we're like fuck and then blue like the next day she was like let's go back to that one so we drove back there supposed to be open not fucking open right we're like dude what the fuck dude so we checked like when's it gonna be open the next day said like 10 o'clock or something right 10 in the morning it was like the last day we were leaving. So we drove over there, right? And it's like 10.30. Fucking closed, dude. And we're like, what the fuck? We go on Google page. And the Google is like, it, we're open like right now. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? So, excuse me. Had to give you a little boipy. Um, so anyways, Blue gets pissed, right? Because she's like invested. She's like, I need to shop at Mama Bear's now. And so she calls this lady up and she's like, hi um is this is mama bears right and she was like yeah and uh she's like it's like when are you open like what the fuck's going on basically right and she was like it was like this little i think like indian lady maybe and she was like oh yeah we're going to open maybe like 12 12 30 um but it's like you're supposed to be open at 10 dude but she like just didn't give a fuck right she was just like not caring she's like i run this beach and we're going to open when i say we're going to open okay <laughs> don't fuck with me i kill you um anyways but blue was like invested guys she was like i need to go back and i need to shop at fucking mama bears and so guess fucking what dude it worked we went back and we spent some fucking money dude so like at first i was like i was like annoyed because i don't give a fuck about souvenirs whatsoever dude like not in the least bit um but she hooked blue, dude. And I then I was like, this lady might be actually be a genius, dude. She just fucking like creates like scarcity, dude. She was like, these people are gonna fucking come back and shop strictly, dude, because they feel like they can't ever buy from me because I'm not fucking here, dude. Um. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, dude. Pidgey busies. That's what I'm calling the pigeon forge businesses. Pidgey busies, dude, are lack of days, dude, and they fucking mean it too um they don't give a fuck they're just like um that's it like they're just like we're gonna do what the fuck we want so anyways pigeon forge i'll get into more wedding stories and shit later we just there's just not enough time so yeah pidgey busies lackadaisical um and you know what i should probably say this too um the chibian show i didn't even say welcome to the chibian show this morning did i so not this morning i mean the beginning of the show um by the way um over my shoulder here to the right that's not a ghost um that's was blue's wedding dress i mean that, that's not it it's in a bag but it's not a ghost um although it is potential that this house is honey um so anyways um pidgey forge dude it was why oh yeah that's what i was saying the chibian show um hit us up at um the chibian show at gmail.com right send us emails because he, uh, it's me um because he's as i want to start this segment where i start giving out advice right so go to the if send me an email dude the chibian show at gmail.com shoot me a like if you need some advice because here's the thing guys when i give advice i'm not like a normal person um i don't have like feelings no i, I have feelings but um i think that um a lot of people are like to bs themselves 
and I don't like when people BS themselves. So if you want some fucking advice, dude, um, like not like a friend or a family member would give you, or they're like really like supportive of you and like they don't actually give you advice, they just kind of tell you stuff you want to hear. Dude, send me a fucking email, dude, and ask me for advice. I'll give you some fucking real advice, dude, about what like something that would actually fucking work. Or if you're like you want to make a change in your life, um, I'll fucking tell you how to do it and make it so you do it. You know what I mean? Like no BS. So I kind of want to start a segment where I start giving people advice, dude. So yeah, go to Chibian Show at gmail.com, dude. Shoot me, shoot me a fucking thing. We'll see if we can start getting some this like advice column going, dude. Like fucking. What's that one? Ann Flanders or Ask Whoever or whatever, dude. And they write their BS response in the paper. Fuck that, dude. We're doing real shit, dude. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, also, in Pigeon Forge, I'm bouncing a little bit here, but they, were, they had like this build, like a wax museum thing where King Kong's on the side. Of, like the, He's like literally perched on the side of the building. Um, let me tell you guys something just about if you're wondering about me, Chibs. That's my name on the show. I've decided. Um, King Kong is my fucking favorite movie of all time. I don't even care what one we're talking about. I don't care if we're talking about 1933 version. I don't care if we're talking about 1976 version starring Jeff Bridges. Um, 2005 version starring Jack Black and fucking... What was that dude? Adrian Brody. No, Adrian... Is that his name? The guy with that big-ass fucking nose. Real sharp nose, too. Um. Anyways, King Kong is just my shit, and I'll tell you why. Gorillas are my favorite animal. I always have been. When I was a kid, my dad showed me King Kong, um, 1976 version, of course, starring Jeff Bridges. Dude, I was fucking sad, dude. Shed a tear. Like, I got me sad when he died. Anyways, King Kong is a perfect movie because think about it, guys. Perfect mixture of comedy um action adventure drama and it's a love story dude i mean really when you think about the story of king kong it's a love story dude about it's misunderstood love dude couldn't they couldn't communicate really but they knew there was love the love there everybody else wouldn't let it happen anyways we'll get it we'll get into king kong we'll get into like the history of king kong some other time but i was just reminded of that one in pidgey because um I just was, dude, because um, that King Kong was on the side of the building. So yeah, King Kong is my favorite movie, and I don't, I don't have any regrets about telling you guys that, dude. King Kong is my shit, and I love it. Um, okay, so we talked about that stuff. Oh, and then we saw this fucking lady in Pigeon Forge, and so it brings, it brings me the question. It brings me to this question right here. Um, if you're a woman and you got a mustache, like, do you know it? Are you aware that you have a mustache? Because <laughs> fucking, I feel like when you talk to mustache ladies, like, they're just, they talk to you confident as fuck, dude. Like, the, the mustache is not there. But, like, you're just staring at it. Well, I was there was this lady in Tennessee. And, fuck, what was it? A gas station? Was it a rat? I don't remember, dude. But this lady fucking had a mustache, baby. And, like, th- pretty thick like i mean not like a you like a you know 11 12 year old boy who's like just getting one in we're like you're just like ah peach fuzz like kind of in there like and i'm and i'm not talking like ned flanders like like tom Selleck's sweet ash mustache but she had a fucking mustache dude 
and I was she was just talking to me like she like she didn't have one. You know what I mean? So it begs the question: If you're a mustache lady out there, do you fucking know that you got it? You have to, right? I mean, you you look in the mirror. Maybe mustache ladies don't look in the mirror, and that's why they, I don't know. I think you do. I think you gotta know. And then at that point, if you got the mustache and you fucking don't know, what the what's up with that? Like, you don't see it, dude. And if you do see it, and you're talking to me like you don't have it, that's just a whole different ball game, dude. I'm just curious about it. Send that to, uh, if you're a mustache lady out there, or you know a mustache lady, ask them the question. Send your stories to the Chibian show at gmail.com, baby, because we want to learn about fucking mustache ladies and figure out what the fuck's going on with them, dude. All right. Um, next thing I want to shoot the shit on real quick here, shooting the chibs with chibs, is fucking Cocoa Melon, dude. Um, my opinions on Cocoa Melon are rampant. You know, everybody fucking knows that. Fuck, I hate Cocoa Melon, dude. Like, when I was growing up in the 90s, dude, Rugrats, like, Rugrats was the truth, dude. It was the true skis. And, um, that, I'm biased. I know I'm biased, but whatever, dude. Um, so that's what I'm. I hate Coco Melon. I guess is what I'm saying. But anyway, so I have to watch it, right? Because the Chibian Prince is just—he's like one year and three months old, and he fucking just loves it, right? So we have we have to fucking watch it. But let me tell you about f- f- why fought Coco Melon, dude. Coco, these people are these parents are irresponsible, dude. So I'm watching this one. Um, episode the other day right so the whole family like I'm thinking about this in like real terms like as a teaching moment right the family gets they bring the whole family out they're driving in the car they get out in the field they walk out into the field and meet because they, they're already out in the field they meet a chimpanzee a wolf and a fucking pig dude and guess what they met up to fucking play dude can you imagine, like, you you bring your family out, you drive out into the woods, into, and there's, like, a opening, like a majestic opening in there, and you walk out there, and what do you do? You fucking hang out with ch- a chimpanzee, for one, and a wolf? I mean, the pig, you know, whatever. I mean, kids can be by pigs, whatever, but, like, fuck, like, fuck those parents, dude, just willingly bringing their fucking kids to play with dangerous animals dude it's fucking irresponsible dude then i saw this other fucking episode this other song i don't know how you'd classify him and guess what fucking they put this jj right he's like this he's a baby like he's always wearing like a onesie he's a fucking baby and shit right um they just put him in a canoe by himself dude like what dude you're going what dude you put a fucking baby in a canoe, and of course, of course, he's a baby. He's fucking, you know, going with the paddles and shit. Like he knows what he's doing. But you don't put a baby in a canoe by himself. Just irresponsible, dude. I mean, people are getting canceled left and right these days. We can't cancel Coco Melon, dude. Fucking bullshit, dude. Anyways, I hate Coco Melon. So that's just what I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, so I saw this headline and I want to look it up with you live right now on national 
national television here. Um, what is motherfucking monkeypox, dude? Let's look that. Let me go out to yeah, dude. Monkeypox. We're going. Let's see what it says here, dude. Live on Facebook. Oh shit, dude. Oh, this is not actually saying anything very well. Monkeypox is a rare disease that is caused by infection with the monkeypox virus. Thanks, Googs. Thanks for that one. Really appreciate that one. Um, monkeypox virus belongs to the orthopox virus genus in the family Poxviridae. <laughs> the orthopox genus. Okay. Okay. But what is monkeypox? Okay, here we go. Here's an okay, the fucking Atlantic. So, have you heard about monkeypox? A new viral outbreak is testing whether the world has learned anything from COVID. Oh, okay. So it's a fucking COVID scare thing. Oh fuck, we're gonna have to get into COVID sometime too. Yesterday afternoon, I called the use. Okay, so they're talking about. The virus behind monkeypox is a close relative to the, the one by caused by smallpox, but is less deadly and less transmissible, mostly causing a fever and a rash. Okay. So monkey monkeypox is what? No big fucking deal, dude? Gosh, dude. Oh, there's there are outbreaks. Okay. I mean, if people get it, then other people are gonna get that's just how sickness is it works, dude. These monkeypox monkey outbreaks are also unique because, well, because, <laughs> well, they're occurring in the third year of a pandemic when the public is primed to be more acutely aware of outbreaks. No, dude. Okay, so I just, I just thought it was cool because I love monkeys when I saw monkeypox. But you, and I, yeah, monkeypox, chickens are pissed, dude, because chicken pox are one thing. But now we got monkeypox. Anyway, so that's no big fucking deal, apparently. Um, which, yeah, that's how the world is. Can you, why the guys don't let them just fucking scare you like that, dude? Yeah, like, oh, monkeypox got to be like, oh, you don't want to get a fever and rash? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to, but if you get it, <sighs> I mean, we're gonna get into COVID at some point too. I'm gonna ruffle some feathers. I'm going to get ruffled the old feathies, and that's all right. All right, so, all right, we're done with that. We don't need to talk about that no more. Um, what else we got here? Um, oh, guys, just a couple things of shows that you got to fucking check out, right? So me and Blue watched, like, last year or two years ago, but then there was another season last year. There was a show called Love on the Spectrum. And now they just came out with a different season, Love on the Spectrum, U.S., like in the in the U.S. verse, right? Um, you got to watch this fucking show, dude. It's the fucking best show, dude. It's the best. It's the tits is what it is. And I'm using the devil voice because... Um, I feel like the devil when I talk about it because you think I'm a, you're gonna think I'm a shitty person. It's fucking funny, dude. And here's the thing: I'm not laughing at people for having autism. Like, so they're on the autism spectrum, right? But like, these people are just interesting for one, right? Like, it's interesting to watch them and like listen to them and think about how they speak or whatever, and, and think about the world and stuff. But dude, they say the funniest fucking shit. But here's the thing: I'm not just a dirtbag watching it right like you're rooting for him you're like 
hey dude like i hope you find love dude because that's what it is like they, they go on dates right so the first um the first one i'm like leaning way into the microphone now should i be leaning way in every time or like out further like this i don't know um but so the first season and second season were not based in the u.s it was like british people and like australian people like like various peoples right and um then this new season is in the u.s right and here's the difference that i see so far while we watched the whole season already of the one in the u.s um they're just boozing these people up and uh, putting them on dates dude it's fucking crazy is that irresponsible like i think it's i almost think it's irresponsible dude i'm just kind of feeling that way dude um yeah they're booze but anyways these these people are like it's just gold you gotta fucking watch it dude um you'll be laughing your fucking ass off but like again not in like a fuck them like fuck those people type way but like in a it's just funny, but you support them. Because everybody deserves love, dude. And as I've mentioned before, strong fucking chance that I have Asperger's, but just oh, fucking not see. I'm picking my nose and fucking national television like an idiot. Whatever you can pick your nose, dude. We're not in elementary school anymore. We're not nervous about it no more. Um. Wait, fuck what, fuck, what was I just saying? Oh, yeah. Strong potential chance that I have Asperger's um, based on a kid in the family getting diagnosed and I was him as a kid. But then just like learned kind of to deal with it. Like, I guess you'd say navigated my way out of it or whatever. I need to get, I need to get more light on my face because like this, I look scary. Whatever. I need to get sunglasses what I need to do even though it's nighttime. <laughs> Anyways, so Love on the Spectrum. It's on Netflix. You got to check that shit out, dude. It's fucking the best show, dude. Um, and then another show, um, me and Blue got hooked on um, before the pandemic and then during it. The Circle, right? And there's obviously, I don't think it was a U.S. show right off the bat because there's, I think there was like one in like France and Brazil that I think probably came out first. But dude, The Circle is just an interesting show in terms of, what i hate about america and but also watching people be fucking idiots too so the premise of that show is you're on like you they all go stay in the same apartment building and it's a popularity contest um but like you're just online and like you just like present yourself like to like make friends and connections with people and then you try to be like the the one like you want to be the most popular and get voted to win right so anyways i want to go on this fucking show big time dude um, not because I think that I'm popular or good online or anything like that, but it's the strategy part of it, right? Fucking, I mean, there's Survivor is obviously an addicting game to watch or an addicting show to watch, right? Because um, you just love watching them try to out-strategize each other and shit, right? So there is strategy on this, this show, which, by the way, part of the strategy is you can fucking be a catfish dude you can like play as a, like a you could be whoever the fuck you want like make up a story and act however you want and do whatever you want some people go on there they just are nice they just like be friendly some people play strategy some people play as somebody it's crazy dude but i want to get on the show i was talking with blue i was like blue dude come on girl come on baby 
let's go on let's go on this fucking show dude and she's not gonna do it but so i want to but it'd be fun to like go as like a team like you can like go like be two people in the same like and you're acting as one profile yeah that'd be fun dude so anyways um yeah those are just some shows i guess guys it's fucking one in the morning i gotta go to bed but um i needed to make a fucking episode again but um those are shows that i've just been checking out uh that you should check out but and i want to be on the circle i probably should be uh, but no, i'm already married i can't be in love on the spectrum um but the circle i definitely want to be on for sure um all right, only a couple more topics here because I'm trying to make this show like about an hour. I don't want to lose you guys or whatever. Um, but guys, here's something I want to talk about that, I mean, I haven't Googled this or nothing. So it, there's potential that this has already been talked about in the world. Okay, it's just it's just shadow. I thought it was fat as fuck. But it's uh, just the shadow of everything. I mean, I am fat kind of, but that's all right. Um so anyways, I want to talk about a thing that I'm not I'm not seeing the mainstream media comment on and they won't and I'll tell you why because you can't they can't rock this boat. There's still too much money to be made or at least so they think in feminism. Um but feminism guys is most likely going to be done soon, I think. And I'll tell you why. Because feminism number 1, I know like a bunch of like women are now like American like white women probably are listening to they're like oh fuck this guy fuck this guy like no dude fuck the patriarchy blue says that a lot fuck the patriarchy and but here's the thing guys um when i say feminism people in, like women in america or just people in america in general think that like there it's this is the only feminism and it's not it's this is western feminism now, a lot of people do know that, but some a lot of people don't know that. So in the U.S., it's Western feminism. It's not the only brand of feminism, right? So first, let me, yeah, let me hop into that just for a quick little sex ski. That sounded like sex. For Let me for, for a second, right? In college, I took a Middle Eastern studies class because I was interested, right? Um, because here's one thing about America, the corporation, is that they don't teach you really about other cultures and stuff and other viewpoints that may or may not be better or, you know, maybe it doesn't be better, but different in a way that would affect the machine that is the corporation of America. Right. Um, so I took the class, learned a lot, of, a lot of different stuff about the middle East and, you know, all that kind of shit. But one thing we did touch on was feminism. Now, mind you, right. So I'm in a class of several like 20 year old, 19, 20 year old white girls. Right. And so he, the professor who's from, he was from Yemen. And so he's from the middle East. Right. And he was like, let's talk about feminism. Right. And he, like basically it was saying like, I'm kind of, I'm going to talk about feminism and you're going to get mad because you're not taught to understand what I mean. And so I was immediately perked right to fuck off, dude. Right. I'm like, Oh hell yes, dude. Talk about this, dude. Bless my ears with this knowledge. Uh, but you could, all oh, these girls got triggered out the bat for sure. Right. 
but anyways he was like feminism in the middle east like obviously women in the u.s view women in the middle east differently right they're like not they don't understand it like all this type of stuff um and think that like they think we think in america that the women of the middle east are repressed right and he was like that's not really so though he was like the women over there think that western feminism is a man-made it's made by man it's like made by men and all these girls were fucking triggered dude and he's like hold on he's like let me explain it and he was like everything that you do everything that women do in america for you know equal rights or for feminism or like whatever you whatever you want to call it um just makes life easier for men and like i heard that i'm like wait a minute like trying to process these i think about it it was like women want um they wanted to work they're like no we want to be able to work we want to get out there and be the breadwinners which sounds progressive right but then from a man's perspective then all that could mean is that a man would not have to work where a man could just stay home and fucking chill right so in the effort to want to work makes life easier for men um women wanting equal pay right like wanting more pay it's like okay well if you want to work and you want more pay easier for men to stay at home and be fucking you know what i mean like to not have to do anything if they didn't want to makes life easier for men. Then, you know, women are like, Hey, we want to be, we don't want to be sexually repressed. We want to be open with our sexuality and we want to, you know, be able to have, like have sex with when, when we want and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and he's like also known as, or, or could be seen as making sex easier to get for men. Right. <laughs> Like, yeah, sure, women, you want to do whatever you want with your body? Cool. That means men get to have sex more often. And okay, you get the picture, right? Like, it goes on and on and on, right? Like, women want to dress skimpy. That was one of them, too. Um, Cool. Easier for men to see what they want to see, right? Um, And he was like, now, in contrast, you think about, you know, women in the Middle East. It's like, they... And this is just one example and related to what I was talking about. But he was like, they, you know, if it's one of the cultures where, or, you know, not cultures or whatever you call it, where they wear like the whole, bo- their whole body is covered, but just their eyes, right? Um, like women in America be like, oh, they're repressed, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but from their point of view, like the women, they're like, no, dude, like we're covering up our bodies and only showing our eyes so the men can't see it, right? Like they, like we're not going to give that to them. Like they're going to have to work for it. And so then like their like their version of feminine feminism is to not necessarily make things harder for men, but like keep their what they want intact, like keep their image intact and like do what they want to do. Dude, blew my freaking mind when we started to, when we were talking about that, right? And like I said, these 19, 20 year old white chicks were pissed, dude. <laughs> they did not get it. And that's the point, right? Like, they weren't taught to get it. Like, they're not conditioned to get it, right? But, and that's so the point I'm trying to make here. I'm, I'm going to loop into why I'm talking about it. But, um, feminine, Western feminism is not made 
for for you to get out of Western feminism, right? So part of the feminist movement is to become weaponized. And you know what I'm talking about. You see those crazy chick, women, you know, they're out there fucking. Okay, I mean, I'm not bashing you. I'm I'm a person like I'm not on one side. I'm I'm for equality for sure. I'm not I'm not like men and I'm not like women. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like one's better. Like I'm all about equality, right? But one of the parts or the tenets, I guess you'd say, of the Western feminist brainwashing is that you become so ingrained in it that you think everything else is wrong and the momentum of the movement carries you. And what I mean by that is like, again, like those 19, 20 year old, they were fucking trigged, dude. They were trigonometried, dude. They were like just rejecting anything else but what they knew about feminism, right? And I'm like, that's fucking part of it, dude. But here's the thing, that rejection just keeps fueling them further, right? And everything in the world in life is a balance, right? Like, and it's a pendulum that like goes too far one way. It's got to start coming back the other way to an equilibrium. And then it goes out of whack. And then it goes back to equilibrium, out of whack, equilibrium, and then out of whack. So anyways, um, I just think that we're the feminism movement, the Western feminism has taken its way all the way up to the top of the pendulum. Well, it's probably already been there and it's been going down for a long time. We're about to be back to equilibrium, I think, dude, because... Um, number one, I just want to say this, like kind of in a way, like again, equality all for it, men, you should, you should be all for equality with women. Right. Um, but when you start getting, when women or men, if men did this, um, if you start getting all uppity and you start getting like too far in one direction, like it's fucked up like it's nobody likes that dude like shut the fuck up dude like i don't want to i'm not trying to attack you or nothing right anyways i'm getting too far into that part but here's what i mean right i think and the reason why i think on your screen you see that feminism got destroyed by feminism is um i think that this whole johnny depp amber heard trial thing dude is gonna be the thing out there and i don't think the mainstream media is even real i mean they're fucking broadcasting it left and right of course because they know they can make money off of it but i think the mainstream media might be fucking itself over because um i don't think they realize what they're doing what they're doing is broadcasting feminism that went too fucking far right like it's it's now let me okay. Let me say this. I don't. I didn't. I don't watch the fucking show. I mean, I see. I'm getting my news feed and the videos and TikTok and Facebook and shit. Them blown up left and right with like footage of it and whatnot, right? But I mean, like, we all know that fucking Amber Heard's wrong, dude. Like, we know that she's the guilty one, dude. I mean, you can, you can just you could you could tell by looking at her. I mean, even like ten years ago. I mean, they're just. This is probably wrong of me and definitely wrong in an hr perspective but like i think i think you can pretty much look at people and know what kind of who they are right like 
do I sound crazy saying that? I mean, like you you look at Amber Heard, doesn't matter who, when or how old she was, you look at her and you just go, yeah, she's fucked up. She's a bitch. She's something's going on. Um, but anyways, like now here we are, and like we're to a point in history. This is really what I mean. Where there's a trial being nationally broadcast, where a woman was abusing a man and again i didn't watch it maybe he was beating her i don't know i don't know anyways but like he's got the recordings of her abusing him and like manipulating him and like verbally and being like mentally abusive and like you know what i mean like all this stuff like so fucking like she took it like so fucking far right and it's it is feminism gone too far you know what i mean like and now it's on tv and it's gonna be i think i mean maybe more people have to talk about it maybe i'm just an idiot talking about it and it's not gonna make sense or matter to anybody but dude it's feminism gone too far and i need a fucking drink hold on Damn, damn, nah, damn, nah. And so, um, yeah, like I feel like we're at that that like a, a point, right? Where like all the hardcore feminists out there, like there's nowhere else to go, dude. You know, you've been you were fighting for the the pay equality, like all that stuff that we were just talking about, right? And like now you're to a point where like the women are beating up the men and verbally abusing them, and the men are having to, like record this shit and bring them to court and stuff like that and it's like the like the dark evil part of that like underneath is like women took the power so fucking far in their direction like where they they we run the relationships we decide who we get to bone like we decide how things are going to be we want to run the household we want to you know it's like they took it all so far. Like, where men, like, feel emasculated, I guess, is one way to say it. But, like, the women don't want a traditional man, right? They don't, they want to take all the power, and they want to act like, and act like and be the man. And then we'll beat up a dude now, and then, like, verbally abuse the guy for not being manly or, like, emasculating him for, like, shit that they did that's it's too far dude in the one direction okay and so we can stop talking about it now but i just think i'm gonna go on national television on, on the record and say that this amber heard johnny depp trial might be like the final turning point where we start going back the other way and i'm not saying like we should we should get to a point where men are you know way back i mean that's how history works though and it's how history works but I would love to just get to an equal point where everybody's fucking equal. That'd be fucking nice. But um, you heard it here first, folks. The Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial is going to spell the end of fem- Western feminism as we know it, I think. All right. Last thing I want to talk about real quick is just whip out the old Googs and see um, what the fuck's going on in the world today so that we can make fun of. Um, because that is one thing I want to do, guys. I want to fucking... Uh, just tell you how I perceive, like how I understand the world, right? 
and I want to help you understand what like what is what the media is is like what it's telling you dude right so all right first thing of course ukraine live news russia i don't know dude i'm not over there i wouldn't put myself you know out there enough to going on to say like i know what's going on but i do think it was awfully suspicious that um on the same day that like the covid numbers went from down to zero basically was it the same day that russia attacked ukraine and then of course well oh, we stand with ukraine and like people are just like blindly hashtagging that all over the place um i'm not gonna pick sides or nothing but i did see this interesting um story out there this interesting graphic where uh since biden took over in office we built uh or had or turned in or you know re repurpose these facilities all on the russian border that were like nuclear education centers or whatever like we were trying to like we said we we're trying to teach the ukrainians how to you know be able to handle like dangerous material blah 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 like all this bullshit right and um but really it just looked like a nuclear testing site basically like they were gonna like basically have bombs ready to go there and russia was like hey we fucking don't like that dude or more like hey listen listen we don't like when we don't like when you guys have all these missiles could point out at us and shoot us and kill us. And we don't like the. Now, do I know if that's one hundred percent true? No, I'm not famous enough to where it matters what I say. Um, but, um, yeah, awfully suspicious that when they did attack, when Russia did attack, those are the places they attacked to take over those buildings. Anyways, um, Joe Biden and his son are, f- are fucking criminals in ukraine so it's just very suspicious and all the covid numbers went down to zero anyways so whatever um look at all this shit dude it's all about shootings everyone's shooting everybody blah 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 joe biden in south korea nobody fucking cares dude two nations could expand military exercise whatever does joe biden even know he's in south korea that fucking guy is struggling dude um tornado hit gaylord that's right that was crazy um what else here um san francisco archbishop bars pelosi from communion over abortion stance that's funny uh here yeah you're fucking joe biden sending another 40 billion to ukraine dude i get we get that you're criminals there and shit dude but like will you stop get like inflation's out of the roof dude we're all gonna be fucked dude i saw a statistic that said um during the great depression um you should or a house payment wait basically it was some fuck i don't remember exactly what it said but it was like your um savings should cut i don't know something like to buy a house or to own a house it'd be like 22 percent of something and now it's right today it's 14 so it's harder to buy a house now than it was in the great depression or live in a house or something like that anyways we're all fucked so that sucks uh michigan state police update death toll of course you know um this the new uh, female trump-backed candidate in michigan will vote to outlaw contraceptives oh well that's not gonna go over well dude that just that article just came out. Let's see what this is all about. Contraception should be illegal. Oh, dude. Oh, can you guys 
See that chick's face? Oh no, it's it's. Anyway, she looks like <laughs> Jackie Eubanks, who's running for Michigan's 63rd House District, claimed that banning birth control would solve the supposed declining population issue. Um, what's this bitch talking about? There's no population issue. We got too many fucking people, dude. I'm sick of seeing them all. Eubanks said that if elected and a vote on birth control were to be brought up in the state house, she would have to side with it should not be legal. She just wants to get she just wants to get calm. She wants to do it raw dog and she wants to have as many kids as she can, it sounds like, dude. Wow. I don't what does she mean like declining population issue? I don't get that. I don't think there is one. Um Okay, what is, what is this, what is this tied title? Michigan teacher gives assignment showing Barack Obama with animals. Yeah. So, <laughs> can you what what's what what do they mean? I'm not clicking into it. That's stupid. All right, what are the kind of weird news we got going on right now? Here we go, dude. Former manager of DoD Aerospace Threat Program. UFOs are real. Hell yes, dude. But yeah, well, we've known that. I've known that. Of course, aliens are real, dude. Think about it. They are mentioned in the Bible. So, but hell yeah, that's good. A look at this. A man in Japan gets a whole town's COVID funds by mistake and gambles it all away. Oh, fuck, dude. Let's click into this, dude. Let's see. Um, written by Mari Yamaguchi. Uh, Show Taguchi. His name's Sho Taguchi. You tell me a guy named Sho Taguchi, a 24-year-old jobless resident in the town of Abu in western Japan. His name's Sho Taguchi, and he gambled away $360,000, which is 46.3 million yen. Holy shit, dude. Dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, my name's Sho Taguchi, dude. And I will do just that. I'll show you my fucking Taguchi. Okay, that's funny, dude. Okay, so what else we got here? Um, Germantown. Oh, dude. Florida killer clown trial delayed again for a sixth time. Dude. Remember that, though? Like, however many years ago that was? When fucking those clowns were just running rampant? You guys remember that? That was fucking sick, dude. I miss those days. You feel like flip on the news. And then you were always like driving, like when you were out in the country driving around, you're like, dude, what if I turn this corner? It's going to be a fucking clown, dude. I miss that shit, dude. Those were good. Those were good days when like literally we had a clown scare in the U.S., dude. How much, it's much better than, that was much better than the COVID bullshit that we were dealing with, dude. Oh, be scared of COVID. No, dude, I'm scared of clowns killing me, dude. That's a much more real threat to me. Anyways, um, all right, I gotta go to sleep, guys. That's all I wanted to talk about. Hopefully, you had fun listening to me. I feel like I yeah, I talked about more shit this like quicker, so to keep you guys motivated to listen or whatever. Um, so we're gonna fucking oh shit yeah, let me display on the screen one more time here. Um, check us out. Send us an email at the Chibian Show at gmail.com if you want. Um, I was like I said, I was trying to start that. Uh, hold on, oh, fuck, excuse me. Trying to start that um 
segment, you know, where you guys send in advice questions. If you need advice, send it to thechibianshow at gmail.com and I'm going to give you advice like you fucking never heard of. And it's going to be good and actually work. And it's going to cut right to the fucking heart of the issues, dude. Um, So yeah, do that. Send it to thechibianshow at gmail.com um, check us out the YouTube channel, Chibian Show, Facebook, Chibian Show, Twitch, Chibian Show, Twitter, Chibian Show. I think we're on, what was that one, Daily Motion? Is that a thing? Are we on that? I don't know. Check out the YouTube show. Just give me a, just give me some likes, guys. Um, try to build this up. Also, guys, you can donate to me. Did you know that? Oh, fuck. Wait, hold on. Oh, guys, I can see comments now, dude. I'll clip to when you go to bed. We got church in the fucking morning. Do go to bed. No one wants to see you at Frosted Flakes at one in the morning. Oh, my God. Caleb Robinson was listening too, dude. Oh, shit. That's awesome, dude. Um, anyways, um, yeah. Ch- give me some likes. Um, so, anyways, comments are working now. So, that's good. I'm glad the comments are working. Um, but yeah, give us a like um facebook youtube channel share as much as you can i don't know it's trash show i know anyways we're done Wait, actually, before I go, I wonder what happens if I type in a message. LOL. Yes. Comment. Yes. I'm just going to go yes with a bunch of exclamation points. If I send that through. Oh, oh, dude, the comments go through to everywhere, dude. Wait, did it go through to Facebook? Yes, guys. I figured the comments out. All right. All right, bless your souls, bless your heart, bless your fucking heart.